Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. My name is Steve Webb, and I'm your host. This podcast is sponsored in part by Safe School Systems, providing school safety strategies to better protect our future. And the Safe School Helpline, helping parents and students break the silence to prevent an event. Within this podcast, we discuss 21st century school safety issues and best practices to help keep our kids safe while they attend school. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the School Safety 101 podcast. It has been several weeks since our last podcast as we all are dealing with this uh, COVID-19 situation. Since that last podcast, I have traveled to several areas of the nation, and it was absolutely amazing. The, uh, the reception I received and the, the incredible sales of my book, uh, Education in a Violent World, is, is still leading the charts on Amazon as one of their top sellers, and I am so grateful for your support. After speaking in San Diego at the American Association of School Administrators Conference and for the Association of Christian School International, uh, they're doing a great job. I spoke in Tampa and Chattanooga for them and especially for the International School Safety Operations folks and my good friend Jeff Kay. He does a great job working with schools on, on school safety, on, especially on the West Coast. I admit I am in awe of the awesome work that our schools and communities are doing as I tour the different schools and cities. I'll talk much more about those experiences in my interviews uh, in future episodes. But now, right now, folks, now that we are social distancing, and that is the the key word, uh, social key words, social distancing. It certainly has changed my uh, my engagement, as several of my scheduled presentations were postponed or canceled, and I'm now conducting webinars and and meetings by Zoom and GoToMeeting and doing all of this virtually. I was scheduled to speak at the the Common Ground Conference in Maryland in April. That's a great one that uh, I was a featured speaker last year. That one has been rescheduled for the end of October. Uh, the The Powerhouse Expo in Florida has been rescheduled for August. Uh, as was, I was supposed to speak at the, the School Safety Summit. Uh, the summit, that's just one of those phenomenal conferences. It's sponsored by Innovative Schools. I've spoken there for the last three or four years. And uh, it it is certainly needed at this time. Uh, schools are really facing... Uh, a lot of a lot of issues trying to deal with remote learning and and making sure kids don't fall behind uh, the folks at innovative schools do a great job putting together a great conference uh, so we can also deal with the uh, the school safety side of what we do uh, when we have children uh, in our schools I am scheduled to speak in, in Washington, D.C. And, and Florida in July, but I am fairly skeptical um, that we will, we will not be out of our social distancing mode by then, so I, I look for those to be moved as well. The National School Safety Conference is one of those top conferences for school-based law enforcement in the world, uh, as well as administrators. 
So if we are still planning to start the school year in August, uh, which some say may not happen, then that conference is extremely important, extremely important to helping to protect our kids. So I hope and I pray that this global pandemic is under control by that time and, and everyone is safe and we can prepare ourselves for what is to become hopefully a safe and secure school year. So today, with that in mind, this episode of the School Safety 101 podcast is going to discuss this stay-at-home order and the fact that the kids are not, I repeat, not separated from trauma. They're not isolated from bullying and other types of what I call brain violence. I am talking now to you parents and guardians who are now directly, directly working with teachers and schools on the development of their, their children's cognitive learning. And uh, we can't ignore the facts that technology is the only thing, the only thing that is keeping our kids and our families connected. And protecting someone from that, this virus, uh, which is what we're trying to do by staying away from each other, it's not the same thing as protecting them from abuse. And this abuse that, that they still are connected to stems from their insatiable need to connect with their peers, their groups. And this need is growing every day that they are isolated from personally enjoying and what I call auditioning, if you will, to be included in those groups. So the reason I use that word auditioning is that Kids still want to be included in the coolest groups, the best click for popularity. They still want Instagram followers and have lost their ability right now to win people over, to win their peers over by face-to-face contact. So let's think about this. Let's, let's look at the research and let's talk about what we should be looking for. First of all, brain violence starts with susceptibility. Are your, are your kids susceptible to this? You bet. One of the worst causes of brain violence is bullying. Uh, let's talk a little bit about that. A, a study in the early 2000s uh, looked at bullying and the number of kids who stayed home from school to escape the bullying stayed home to escape the bullying. The National Association of School for Psychologists found that 160,000 students per day stayed home from school because of bullying. Well, now that they're home, where can they go? Because it still exists in their social groups. So, it still exists in their technology. I am in the in the course of uh, of developing a course for parents on uh, on bullying that will be available on my website at drsteveweb.com. Doctor, that is drsteveweb.com. But there is there's a little information for you to start with until that course is is available and ready to roll. Let's start with with bullying. There are four types of bullying. Uh, there are physical. Verbal, social, relational, 
and there are electronic or written. Now, today, I am talking specifically about the electronic side of what kids are experiencing, uh, which in today's world also includes that social relational bullying, as these are how the groups are forming around their electronic world. I devoted an entire chapter to this world that they're living in in my book. So if you have read my book, you understand the issue. If you have not read my book, please go to educationinaviolentworldbook.com. It'll take you to the uh, Amazon website where you can purchase that book, or you can just look up Education in a Violent World on Amazon. Buy the book. Take a look at this chapter because it is solely on technology and the world that these kids are living in. But let's talk about these, these two types of bullying that is occurring right now. The electronic or written communication bullying uh, includes this, this term of cyberbullying is bullying that takes place through the use of written messages or using various forms of some type of electronic technology. Some examples are like mean text messages or uh, emails or m any type of the messaging services that are out there. Uh, rumors sent by email or, or posted on potentially on social networking sites um, or rumors that are sent by any type of messaging service, uh, which might include embarrassing pictures or videos. Uh, or maybe he was starting to, t to make fake profiles. Uh, we have on my law enforcement side dealt with the fake profile side on uh, on threats before and it is real and it is current and it is occurring all of the time well while social bullying sometimes referred to as relational bullying it involves hurting someone's reputation uh, or their relationships uh, this includes leaving them out on purpose uh, telling other kids not to be friends with someone or spreading rumors uh, about them. These types of bullying are happening right now in our homes, on their devices, through their devices. They're happening to our kids, and your best defense, your best way to protect your kids is to understand the warning signs, to educate yourself on what is out there. Here's some, here's some warning signs to, to be looking for. Uh, and, and it's certainly not all inclusive, but these are things that can tr that can should be able to trigger in you that that thought that something may be occurring that we need to deal with. So here are some things: if they have if they have frequent headaches or stomach aches or or some type of illness, if they have changes in their eating habits. There may be some things going on with them in their in their social worlds. Uh, difficulty sleeping. Uh, some type of sudden loss of friends. If you see that the kids that they were involved with, that they were talking to, that may have been a boyfriend, girlfriend, and all of a sudden they're gone, and that, that whole social group is no longer a part of that social network, then that is an indicator that something may be going on. Avoidance altogether of, of any type of interaction. Uh, decreased self-esteem, self-destructive behaviors. 
a loss of interest in activities they used to enjoy. And of course, violence. Any type of violent retaliatory behavior could be an indicator that they're under some type of brain trauma. So, again, not an exhaustive list of everything, but things for you to be looking for in your children that there might be something going on in their social network on their electronic devices and through their electronic devices. So what what can you do? That's what we all ask. What can we do? Well, here it is. Know what brain violence looks like and address it. This is not something that just goes away. It can have long-lasting effects uh, in our kids and, and in their development. Know the signs of bullying. Know the signs of depression. Know the signs of suicide. Help, help your child overcome this bullying, this, this brain violence. Have your child assessed for the depression if you see it. Don't think it's some type of stigma that your child is going through this. Lots of kids go through this, particularly in this crazy day of having to stay isolated from all of their friends. Have them assessed, have them treated. Don't ignore the threats of self-harm or, or violence to themselves or others. As we move through this incredible time of, of social distancing and this global pandemic, please know that when I say we are all in this together, I mean it. You're hearing that a lot now, but I'm telling you, I mean it. Your teachers, your administrators, your counselors, your law enforcement officers, your frontline workers, we are all here for the health of our community and the well-being of our kids. Keep an open dialogue with your kids. Be involved in what they are doing. Don't let them just shut you out of their room and their social circles if you suspect something is wrong, especially if you see signs of depression, signs of self-harm, signs of brain violence that is causing them distress, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There is someone there to help you. They are there to help you as parents, or they're help, there to help your child. If, you're, if your child's want to call that number themselves, they are there to help. Please call that number and get help today. Don't just ignore the signs and believe it's going to go away. Please don't say that's just boys being boys or girls being girls. This is a serious time right now for the future of our children. Step up. And help them. Folks, we're out of time. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. I truly hope you gain some some insight and, and motivation. I've also linked up my, my speaking page at drsteveweb.com. That's D-R-S-T-E-V-E-W-E-B-B.com. And when you, when you visit that site, please download my new three-step guide that I have developed, the three-step guide to, to being safe and secure in public. 
Even though we are in a shelter-in-place stage, there are still episodes of violence occurring across our nation in public areas. So as we begin to start relaxing our stay-at-home guidelines, which many states are doing right now, people will be eager to get back to social interaction, to groups in public. So download my guide today so that you can begin your brain training on staying safe and secure in public. My name is Steve Webb, and you can reach me at www.drstevewebb.com or at www.safeschoolsystems.org with comments or suggestions or any ideas that can help keep our kids safe as we truly are all in this together for a better tomorrow.